0: Welcome back to the Remote Players Nerdcast episode 10, and we brought in the heavy artillery for this episode. Uh, he's basically been mentioned on every single episode since we started, is a very good close personal friend of mine and quality human being. Adam is with us today. Adam, how's it going? Oh,
1: man, that is too kind of me to say, man. I'm doing great. <laughs> How are you guys doing today?
0: yeah not not too bad uh you know i've I've been looking forward to this episode for a while and uh, also, as always, I'm here with my uh what my girlfriend sometimes refers to as my <laughs> video game husband uh Phoenix Phoenix how's it going man, man
2: this is uh, episode ten so we're like actually staying on track with this with crazy episode ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah and we gotta we gotta
0: give that big big shout out to uh, the Serbian right. listeners. Uh, I believe that currently Phoenix is taking, is it Slavic? uh, (laughs) We learned that, yes. So at some point, we all have this. (laughs) We have have a little bit of a group chat going on pre-gaming the episode. And uh, (laughs) that came (laughs) up. So um, just as a a brief uh, history, Adam and I met uh, a number of years ago on Twitter through a professional wrestling community, uh, which also had some or has some great people involved and uh Adam had a couple of uh, podcasts of his own one of which I co- co-hosted with him but he uh was the driving force behind and that was the ah, remind me again See, we, we both had My brain.
1: Uh, we both had trouble remembering this god we're getting old uh it was the uh <laughs> the game jockeys uh, and we couldn't remember if it was retro k or retro odd but it was one of those two and i'm, I'm sure you we can had, find it <laughs> we uh,
0: we had a podcast and it had a name, <laughs> it had a name. and uh so <laughs> we uh we did a, a handful of episodes and then you know uh time and life and what have you and so uh and also you had the funk masters of wrestling yeah. which was one of my favorite wrestling podcasts oh, thanks, so man. cheers to that too
1: thanks dude no, I, I appreciate you saying that dude and yeah um, it, was, it was always fun you know you know, t- yeah, the res- wrestling was kind of like what brought you and I together. And then just uh, through that, I kind of like slowly started to realize, oh, huh, Ben posts gaming stuff. Ah, huh. Ben likes a lot of the same games I like. Huh. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, it, how
0: about that? I thought. And then it just and then it just bridged uh, bridged from there. And we uh, eventually found ourselves in a car driving from New Jersey to Connecticut to go to a friend's birthday party. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> lots of good uh good memories and history there um so with episode 10 uh, it probably doesn't come as a surprise to many people there's one specific game we're going to be touching on pretty heavily uh i don't know phoenix i believe you have played more of this game than me so i don't know if you want to okay. lead is
2: this monster hunter <laughs> yeah, 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 this is the game of, of games. Well, uh, so I've been quite addicted to Monster Hunter, uh, as expected, <clears throat> and I still think it might be the best one. I don't know, like, I'm I love World, but the Wirebug is like really got me hooked. Um, I really thought I was not gonna like the wire bug, as I said last time, but. It's super my shit lately.
0: <clears throat> I, uh, the wire bug and the, uh, Palamute mute mute. Um, it have been game changers for me just playing this game. I've got, uh, what the game has been out for three weeks. I've got 55 hours in oh, it now. Man. I think, um, yeah. it's bad. Yeah. Yeah, don't you worry, man. When you get your copy, which we'll we'll touch on in a, in a little bit, um, <laughs> we'll will be high level shit to be just butchering those monsters with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Um, I love the wire bug, and and I was on the same page as you, Phoenix. Like I played the demo and watched it, and I was like, I don't think I like that thing. Um, but it serves so many different purposes. Um, I, I was saying to uh to Phoenix and, and in general that the uh, are in typing in our show notes, the the big thing for me about this game, having played it now for, for so long is there's so many quality of life right. improvements um, anywhere from like auto crafting things to the Palamute to the wire bug. Um, I think the online flows a lot better and the single player mode is, way more compelling than in previous games
2: yeah um i haven't one thing i'm kind of noticing about solo mode is that in the other ones i feel like you would like move to another island or locale you know after a while and i don't, does that happen for anyone else or are you still in the same like japanese looking place
0: yeah that's true that's a good yeah, point. it's, it's kind of strange.
2: I don't know if I didn't get far enough yet, or if that's just what's gonna what's gonna be. Like, I don't hate it. It's just kind of like, hmm. Usually, you move to locations. Um. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: I don't know. I, I haven't, I haven't finished the uh, single player mode yet. Like, I'm, a, just ever so slightly deeper in hub mode than Phoenix, and he's beaten the solo mode. So, um. Adam, you played the demo, and you probably put like a decent amount of time into it. Like, what were your impressions?
1: Yeah, like so, I replayed the demo quite a few times. Um, (laughs) I mean, I, I can I use foul language on this show? Am I allowed to? Yeah.
2: Okay. So, so I'll
1: just outright say it. Like, I'm a Monster Hunter whore, right? Like, I'm I am a true like Monster Hunter groupie, (laughs) like, and I and I'm talking like. Like, everyone, you know, really remember... Monster Hunter really got its footing when it finally got onto the PSP. When they re-released the first two onto the PSP. So that was before, like, 3 and onward went onto the 3DS. But, man, I remember when the first Monster Hunter was back on the PS2. And everybody hated it. And I was like, I love this game! But, man, (laughs) I was so stoked when they announced Rise. Because Capcom, like did not hint that this was coming for us at all. You know, I just figured right. at some point after Iceborne for World, they would just eventually add another add-on to World because it just seemed like the definitive and most accessible Monster Hunter by that point. Right. Um, the demo, the, my first thought playing the demo was, I mean, I was absolutely in love with it and I was, I was in awe with how good it looked. And while playing it, I've noticed okay we've got the seamless map transitions like they adopted in World because before World like on the 3DS and the PSP and before that you you every map had a zone and there was always a loading time for the zone and I kind of thought I wonder if they're still going to do that with the Switch
2: I was so worried
1: <laughs> I I mean if they did it I could live with it um but you, you know I mean let, let let's be honest though like the Switch is great but obviously it's not a PS5 or a new Xbox. So so I I could understand that, but the fact that they pulled it off, I was just you know, bravo. And there were just other things about it though that I was just looking at. It it's as if they took Monster Hunter Generations and Monster Hunter World and combined the two. And yeah. so it's kind of like so you had a good mix of the old formula with, working with the new formula at the same time in like this seamless transition. And uh, Ben, I remember I, I texted this to you because I remember I did some reading and I found out because the development teams for both of those games were different teams and they actually worked together on this title for Rise. So I thought that, that was cool. really interesting. So that was a really cool uh, tidbit to learn. But um, the, the, the Wirebug, I love. I fell in love with it because you have what was it like? T- it was like two different missions you could do. We well, have the tutorial yeah. mission, and then you can do the mission where you fight, um, I already forgot the new monster's name, but it was like that raptor-style, yeah. kind of like Velociprey or like Jaggy, you know? And then right. there was the um, three-star mission where you fight the Mizutsune from Generation. And okay, that. so <laughs> that mission,
2: first off, <laughs>
1: that, that mission gave me a run for 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 my money because i had it like you know you're like soloing it with like low rank gear in that demo you know what i mean using very basic freaking gear and not to mention you have a rathian running around on the map as well (laughs) and you have the pulfango like always tackling the shit out of you but man i took advantage of that wire bug and i drew the rathian and so many times and mounted it And just like played cowboy and just spit fireballs at the Mizutsune so many times. (laughs) I was like, I love this thing. I love it. I was so on board from the start with it. I thought it was awesome. Um, I'm very, very interested to see what newer monsters have been added in. Like, I could just, you know, probably go on some like fan wiki or whatever and just like spoil spoil it all for myself and look at the new monsters that were added. But I want this to be like totally new and, like, I want to <laughs> totally surprise me when I jump in. You know, I've seen a lot of old monsters that look like right. are going to be making a re- reappearance. Like, the uh, I was excited for, like, the, the Royal Ludroth, Like, that yeah. That was like an obscure one I, I, I thought was a pretty interesting choice to throw into this game. So, I'm excited to, you know, see that amongst others. And there are just some really, really other interesting uh, new monsters that I am dying to know what they're all about. Like when I every now and then I go into the uh, Nintendo the eShop and I look at the pictures in the store for it, and there's like this big, like the best way to describe it because I don't know the name of it because, like I said, I didn't go and look it up. But it looks like a giant turtle and a platypus combined, basically. Oh, yeah, and... it's like the
2: tetra something. Ah, that's yeah. the uh, Tetranodon. Tetronodon.
1: Okay, no, dude, it looks so <laughs> cool though. And, and, and for me, the game just looks typical uh, Monster Hunter fashion. And you know, they already made World Monster Hunter World to be the most accessible Monster Hunter game, which really, really put it on the freaking map. Even though, yeah, the mm-hmm. series definitely got a better footing and a better cult following one when, when it reached the PSP and the 3DS. But once World came out, it was finally like, now people are really going to be able to, you know, get into this game. And seeing how they did rise, it's just like, this is going to be no different. Because I'm sure there are Switch users that didn't have an Xbox or a PS4 when World came out and wanted to get in on that action. And it's like, well, now you can with with this. And um, I would really love to know. Um, well, Ben, you and I touched on this a little bit, but, uh, love to hear it again in Phoenix. I want to hear what weapons is everyone rocking right now?
2: Oh, dude, you know me? I can't live without the bow and Mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm a a bow and great sword main, I guess. Nice.
0: I, uh, I, I still haven't, this game has been, uh, yeah, what's the insect oh, yeah. w- weapon is called? The glaive. Uh, is it glaive? Yeah. It's or... glaive. yeah, uh, that. yeah. I, I used that for a little. Yeah. I used that in the beginning for a little while. Um, and then, like, Phoenix can attest to the fact that, like, uh, I basically just get <laughs> uh, right up in there and just, just go to town on people with <laughs> the duel. Oh, blade, yeah. So <laughs> there you go. That's. Uh... <laughs> On that guy, on that guy that's like underneath the ma- underneath the monster, like all in its balls, just chopping away and doing my thing, and then running away and using a potion and going back up in there. And dude, every uh, every
1: party needs that yeah. guy, though. Every <laughs> party uh, needs that guy. That brave, what a brave guy going out in the line of duty like that. Bravo, Ben. Love it. Yeah, love it.
0: <laughs> that's me <laughs> well you know i have noticed like when i play online without phoenix uh like so he, he, he had like you had a work trip right. and didn't play for like a week and i was just sort of like okay great now i gotta play with people i don't know the worst. Sometimes, uh, like every single online party <laughs> yeah right um every single online party that i joined there were like no close range oh, people man. at all and so, like, I'm—I guess I'm that guy. I mean, I almost never play with dual blades, people, and I, and I get that. Like, dual blades are one of the easier weapons to master and use. Um, and I don't mind using other weapons, but I just like—I uh, like being up in there, man. I like to be—I uh, like to I see mean, all that damage happening. And and like most of the dual blades I'm using now, like they don't—they don't dull very dual easily. Blades scare me, because
2: I get pretty fucked up when I use those. Um, so I think they're. Kind of, like, advanced almost, in my opinion, I guess. I
1: I briefly touched upon Dual Blades, like, in the early days of Monster Hunter, but not enough to get, like, really, like, get better at it. Like, because in the early days, I really wanted to be good with the Greatsword, but I sucked with it, and I just yeah. couldn't accept that. Especially in the very first game on the PS2, because that game was just also so unbalanced, mind you. <laughs> but... um. <laughs> Like fighting a a rat a Rathalos on a low rank in the first monster hunter was like I felt it, it's like this this must must be like going up against God must be like or something <laughs> like that. Because I was just like I like, just, yeah, I <laughs> yeah, just right. like I just I can't I can't win. <laughs> it's just like but um I didn't really find my oh. groove um until the hunting horn. That's when I really found my groove. Ooh. And Ooh. um I love it because I love being a support character and I blame Mass Effect largely uh, for that actually but um, that's a different story for a different time but man it's just it's great too for when you're soloing because you can buff yourself Uh, Not let alone like if you're with a party you can buff the entire party with the different songs on each horn but Man, it's a real difference maker, especially when you get like a good like affinity booster or something like that. And you like and you play the same tune twice to double that affinity boosters like time longer. Oh my god. Let me tell you, got through some really tough times by uh by doing that. But if I don't do that, if I wanna get range, I gotta go heavy bow. So it's either the two. So hunting horn or heavy bow gun. But um But Ben, it's like you were mentioning like how you feel like the dual blades are like kind of like really easy to get into. But I I think that's like the advantage, though, of that, you know, like you kind of got no like um, you kind of got nothing worth working against you to just, you know, go to town and be be good with it, basically. And and there's the um, what's like the power up of that weapon called again, the um, there's like a.
0: Oh, it's uh, there's like a, like there's a, a yeah, there's some mode. kind of like
1: it's some kind of like demon surge thing or whatever, and you and that's when you just like really like cut loose. Yeah, Cause I remember because like my,
0: my bro- yeah, that's uh, that's when you go that and that's like that's that's the that's the best way to when I'm soloing, like uh, when you're in a group of people i'm all about like dodging and just getting in and and going for big hits on on whatever the weak spot is but when i'm on solo mode like i'm pretty much constantly trying to be in as much demon mode as possible because that's all the damage is
2: i uh i do want to say real quick like the quality like you were talking about of the game um dude like today i don't know why i noticed it today but i was like i went into like the snow world i don't know what the name of it is but um and I saw like the monsters like pretty far away, like like the other players fighting and them and the monster like jumping in midair. And like, and I was like pretty far away, dude. So I was like, damn, this game is like I don't know, like they they somehow pulled it off to where like you can see stuff in the distance. Yeah, seriously. Dude. It's I don't understand it, but it's definitely like I don't know, I can't really describe it well enough, but like you'll see it and you'll be like, How the hell? Like Is this showing that far. I
1: know. (laughs) I know. Like in the. um...
0: It makes it it makes it easier when you're playing with an online group. Uh, It makes it easier when you look off in the distance to, you know, to kind of see exactly where you have to go, because there's so many different levels and layers to a lot of the maps that it's easy to like accidentally think you're going the right way and end up in an underground cave and they're actually on top. So like taking that long view and kind of seeing like, oh, I can see the monster, even though I can't see the party members yeah. and just go go that way. I mean, I'm a- astonished um, by I can't I mean, like I can't stress it enough, like the the quality of life improvements, like th- like Adam was saying, like not having to load from zone to zone and just have like you know, like the zones are listed on the map, but they almost are inconsequential because you're not like, you're not yeah. playing zone by zone, really. Like you're just really just playing one fluid map,
2: right? And uh, uh, I was, we just, we talked about this in the last one, but like the no paintball thing is like so like life changing. Oh my god! That...
1: Remember the paintball days,
2: dude? Oh, god, the... and you
1: had to get ready because your paintball wears yeah, off after Lord. a certain period of time, and it's just oh my god! There have been so many times in the past games where I've been like going zone to zone. Where are you? i can't find you that he it's
0: just i um i very like low-key have been trying to uh push the idea on my (laughs) girlfriend diane that she wants to play monster hunter uh and uh like like we have we have gotten to the point now where she's downloaded the demo And I've been hyping it up where I've been like, man, on previous games, you had to load like one zone at a time and like load your paintball so that you could track a monster. And now you are just on the map and everything loads, you know, there is no load times. It's just an open map. And I can just see in her, her eyes glaze over where she's just like, all right, nerd boy. Like I don't, you know, like none of this means (laughs) that nothing, none none of this means anything to me. Maybe I'll go kill a monster. And if I like it, then I'll kill another monster. But you know, like, she's very realistic. Like, like, bless her heart for letting me talk about it and explain it, but I can just see in her face where she's like, uh huh. That's nice. No, but you, you the, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm raising no, the, a child. The real though. way
1: you coach <laughs> her then <bed laughs> is tell her that you get a pet dog and a pet cat in this game.
0: I, know, her head. <laughs> I, should, I should and you know, that the pet cat, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the cat that I have, I named it after uh, Diane's cat that she had when we started dating that we lost uh, a couple years ago. So if she does get the game, she's probably just going to be like, well, I can't name it the same right. thing that you oh, already did. God. And then, you know, and she won't want Dang. my fucking game. Um, <laughs> I stole, stole her thunder. I know. I know. Worst boyfriend <laughs> in the world. Um, and I was saying on the last episode to Phoenix uh, or into a couple of friends of mine that like, you uh, <laughs> She, I explained, I explained monster hunter to her and she was like, it sounds a little bit like Diablo and she really likes Diablo. I can get her to play Diablo. There's hope. There's hope. And like, there were two parts of me, like a devil and an angel on each shoulder. <laughs> Cause uh, the devil on my shoulder was like, just tell her it's just like <laughs> Diablo and let her buy the $60 game. And the angel was like, don't tell her it's like Diablo, because she's going to be disappointed when it's taken in 40 minutes to kill one enemy. Um But um you know, I, I, there's, there's nothing about this game uh, that I really have any complaints about. You know, like I'm, I'm 55 hours in. I'm still playing daily for the most part. Adam, when yeah, you get your so, copy, like yeah, I'll, makes I'm a down. lot, GameStop. Um, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> we could, we could, we could touch on that now. Tell really? us your GameStop story. So, you know,
1: I'm trying to be like, <laughs> A responsible adult and you know I'm like oh man I'm going to get this game right when it comes out and then it was just like alright let me wait a couple of weeks because you know other priorities and then finally it just got to a point where I was like god I should really get this game and Ben here is like Adam what are you getting rise <laughs> like, yeah. alright well I better go do this now but now my only yeah. downfall is I'm, <laughs> I'm a sucker that's just like I gotta buy it physical that's just the way I roll I know I could have just gone onto to the eShop and just like, here, put it on my credit card, guys. But it's like, "Uh, I need it. I need to hold it. You know, it's just it's all I know, guys. So anyway, but (laughs) I go down to GameStop, which I already felt like I was dying inside just the mere thought of going to GameStop. Uh, Sometimes I used to think it was a necessary evil, but now I'm just like, no, it's just evil. It's just not a good place. (laughs) So I go in, and it's sold out. And why shouldn't it be sold out? It's Monster Hunter, and it's popular now. And, you know, it's the hot new one for the Switch. And we all know how popular the Switch has been since quarantine, especially when Nintendo couldn't keep up with (laughs) demand. So, (laughs) you know, I'm like, all right. And then the guy's like, well, we can just ship it to you. And I was like, great. So, you know, put the order in. He's like, all right, we're going to ship it to your house. And I'm like, that's great. So I got the confirmation email. Then I realized, oh, they put the wrong address in here. No. The best part is about the wrong address is it's an address that doesn't even exist. Oh, (laughs) my God. So a couple of things happened here. (laughs) A couple of
2: things.
1: (laughs) First, I called GameStop. And I was just like, yeah, so I put this order in with you guys, and you put in the wrong address, and they were like, oh, you're going to have to call customer service. I was like, really? Great help. You guys are the ones that screwed this up, not me. Yeah, what the hell? I, you know? So anyway, I call customer service. They updated the address, um, but the guy helping me on, on the phone said, um, you know what, though? Unfortunately, where it is right now, like in tracking and everything, um, we can't change the address there. So what's going to happen is if it's going to a, a non-existent address, it's just probably eventually just going to find its way back to, you know, the shipper, you know, because you can't right. bring it anywhere. So that's, so that's the end of that. So the guy was, so the guy helping me on the phone was just like, all right, so we'll just send you another copy, no charge to oh. the right address. And I was like, great. Right. Okay. Okay. And they and they expedited it and they Whoa. were like and they were like, OK, it should be here by Saturday. So Almost Saturday, yesterday. I'm like I'm like I'm like the SpongeBob gif where he's just sitting in the diner with a cup of coffee and with his hands folded, just like waiting. <laughs> like and, you know, every now periodically, I'm like checking my email, checking the status update of the tracking. It's still with it, it hasn't even been picked up yet. So I'm like, okay, so it's still sitting there. (laughs) I'm like, great,
2: dude.
1: So I'm just like, man, you guys just really got my balls in a salad shooter. I just want to play a goddamn game for Christ's sake. This is the last freaking time I ever, well, except for Outriders because I gotta buy Outriders. That's the once I buy Outriders, that's the last time I ever deal with GameStop. <laughs> Period. God damn. Like, like, it became this whole thing just because someone well, put in the wrong address.
2: So, is it moving at all yet? Uh, I've been.
1: No, <laughs> it hasn't. Wow. Well, the, the, one, the one going to the non existent address has moved, which doesn't matter <laughs> because it's just going to get sent back. Right. The poor guy driving the UPS truck Is going to get there and be like It's 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 a lot It's an empty lot It's going to feel like uh, I google mapped it just to be like I wonder where it is going And yeah. I google mapped it and I'm like There's, This address doesn't exist I was like oh no I was like, oh, Jesus Christ He's going to like make it as so So that one's moving and I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to sit here and
2: twiddle my thumbs. <laughs> Dude, first off, I can't believe that it was sold out enough to where they had none, no more in stock. That's I that's, know. That really blew my mind. Cool.
0: I guess it's a good sign, though. A lot of people are like... Well, and, like, uh, I've noticed... I, I've noticed going to, like, Target or Walmart that, like... Most of them still... I mean, we were talking about this three weeks ago on the last episode. Like, I still have only seen a physical copy of it once or twice. Uh, and none of the Amiibo anywhere. So, I mean, I know they sold, like, five million copies in the first week or two. Holy in Japan, And it was in really high demand here and was topping the charts. But, you, yeah, it was a lot. Um, but you would still think, like, Monster Hunter's not a small franchise you would think that like most retail stores would have been right. well stocked with it right. just you know just in case i mean i get i get that like physical media is not what it was and, and i'm kind of i'm kind of in the same boat with you adam like i still lean really heavily towards wanting physical uh media for a lot of stuff monster hunter i did digital because i wanted to play and, it, and it it didn't at right. midnight when it came out and <laughs> then it didn't uh you couldn't play it so that <laughs> defeated the purpose. Um, <laughs> My first mistake was I should have just. It was like the I next day when you were allowed to play I it, like... pre-ordered it. I should have
1: just pre ordered it. I should have just pre ordered to secure a copy. And, you know, that's so it's just like, you know what? But it's like, you can't even blame me there because it's just like, again, like I went and I was as clear as I could be for the shipping and stuff like that. And it's just like, you put in the wrong address, GameStop. You did not pay attention to, to, to me. But, uh, <laughs> You
0: know, see, I, uh, I, I lean, I lean, I haven't done uh GameStop in a while. Like when they, my main reason for going to GameStop, either on their website or the physical stores was, uh, was Vita games. Um, And when they stopped carrying Vita games, yeah. I kind of stopped uh, patronizing their business. So I, I kind of lean more towards like most of the physical games I pick up come from either, Target or Best Buy and in the case of Best Buy they get almost everything you can imagine and more and they have a great curbside service pickup Um, so I utilize that a lot during quarantine and lockdown but uh, you know come on GameStop and UPS Adam needs to get his copy because Phoenix and I need to help him kill you
1: I just want to play a game because I've done everything in Monster Hunter World at this point it's like what am I going to do do it again it's like I you know Plus, it's like you know, I, I you know, Master Hunter Rise was like the like the first. I mean, it was my most anticipated game so far to to twenty twenty one. Um. So, but um, you know, it's it's just I it always... shouldn't have been this complicated. I, I, I guess is what I'm trying to say, and I should start utilizing Target at this point because I go to Target anyway to to you know, go shopping you know yeah. so it's like you know whether it be groceries or yeah man whatever.
0: they usually they usually carry they usually carry the good games i mean sometimes they're out but that that's usually my go to um i i think and i don't i was going to ask phoenix this and then i'll ask you adam in in a couple of weeks but like i'm already thinking it's going to be tough for something to beat this out for Ooh. my game of the year wow point.
2: dude we have shimagami 5 and I can't wait. Talk wait. Until that. Well, wait. Did they announce Shimogami Five actually finally? Oh, dude, it was announced last year, like in a direct that it was coming out this year. I how did I miss this? It was very like quick. I know it's kind of annoying that they're like so dull with the information, but yeah, it's supposed to be this year. They're because... porting three, by the way. They're porting three, to the so that. That kind of pissed me off because I saw like Shin Megami and I was like, "Shut the fuck up!" And then it was three, and I was like, "Ah." Well, I've always
1: <laughs> wanted to play three, and I missed out on it, so I'm gonna I'm gonna capitalize on that port. But we're um, th- we're also getting um, another Monster Hunter game as well, um, the sequel to Ooh, Stories. Yeah. But I never I never played the first Stories. Oh, dude! I like the concept behind it, but it's like. I'm really going to have a hard time balancing out all my priorities if I get Monster Hunter Ride, Monster Hunter Stories 2, Shibagami Tensei 3 Nocturne. <laughs> then there's going to be the Diamond and Pearl remake at the end of the year. <laughs> and then oh, no. beginning of 2022, there's going to be Pokemon Legends Arceus, which I can't wait for. I haven't been this excited for a Pokemon game in I don't know how long.
2: Yeah, so, same.
1: but that's, I, I don't want to get too ahead of myself
0: (laughs) you you know the the thing the the thing that I want to touch on on that little bit and Adam you listened to the episode I believe in Phoenix and I talked about it but that Shin Megami 3 report is going to be 50 50 bucks bucks. what um that I looked it up yeah I was curious because I want to play it I don't remember if I saw it on the e-shop in the coming soon i'm positive that's where i saw it but it's 49.99 when yes, it wants. and i'm sorry a but two like game yeah i mean i mean i don't even know what a reasonable 30. price is like so that what was it uh saga frontier is that what just came out that looks
2: great um, that looks great remastered yeah, is that what it was called one.
0: yeah it's um that one's 25 and it launched on Thursday, and I listened to a podcast that covered it, and they are like, it's great, and they've added a new character, and it's completely updated, and I want to play it. I wanted to get it once I felt like I was winding down on Monster Hunter some, and I feel like my Monster Hunter experience is going to be really heavily influenced by yeah. when Adam's playing now, because I've kind of done on. everything except beat the story mode. <laughs> um yeah, man. Yeah, we're we to get Diane I'm, I'm, I'm in then we'll have a four-party um, well, four team but, then. Whoa. <laughs> uh, well, you it heard it here me. first, Diane. Um, uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, I looked at it and I was like, all right, 25 for that first saga. Like, I, I probably will do that. Uh, I don't know. I'm off the next three days. It's, it's possible I might dip into that and buy it tonight or tomorrow um but that Shin Megami like I keep looking at the price and I'm like I don't even know if I'd pay 25 for it like that it feels like a $15 game to me just based on how old it is and like I under I understand remasters and the work that goes into it but yeah 20 tops I agree um, so before you, you know, commit to the idea of playing it, like, I think it's worth mentioning that here's another port coming that's only 10 bucks cheaper right. than a first-party or brand-new release is, that's coming out I this year on Twitch. I feel, like I,
1: I feel like I kind of went off the rails here, but also, while we're on this topic, <laughs> think about this. Think about this, okay? So, like, I bought on the Switch the Digimon uh, Story um, port, which is... Cyber Sleuth and Cyber Sleuth 2 Hacker's Memory. Both of those were PS4 games. Okay? So the two together originally I got it on yep. sale, but originally still the both games together $30. Two PS4 games together for $30.
0: And you want to sell a PS2 game for 50? Yeah. Yeah, I think I I bought that when it when it la- launched and and that's a really good point. Yeah, uh, you know, and, but like it obviously is like a, de- a developer and publisher pricing point. Like and I, I also just don't know, like, OK, th- this just happens to be a podcast for three people or are, are big Shin fans. But like, is that franchise that big that they
2: can they can charge I don't even think for so. a remake? Maybe Okay, I that's I a good point, it.
1: Phoenix. Yeah, maybe in Japan. Okay.
2: Right. Did but here's think like that. no way here.
1: Yeah, definitely not here. Like here's, yeah, that's what it's I was. More thinking. cult status here, and, right. and 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 I think even saying cult status is, is, yeah. is being
2: a yeah, little this, too it's nice. Yeah, a niche market. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whenever I mention Shimogami, like pretty much only Ben knows what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> well, with the exception of you guys, I've I've only ever known yeah. two <laughs> other people as well
0: that yeah. knew about it, so. It would be the type of thing where if I talked about with my, I have three other friends, um, <laughs> not not in the entire world, uh, but I have <laughs> I have uh, three, three other friends that are gamers, and they're all PS4, and my PlayStation's dead, so I haven't been gaming with them, but I'm positive if I like hung out with them or gamed with them and i was like oh shit you see that shimogami 3 is coming out with a remake they would be like the oh, one, the where when and why like oh, there's man. no way that they would know what i'm talking about like even within the gaming world like now <clears throat> and this is something I'll, I'll touch on um as we move into like some other games but like uh, i've mentioned before the local video game store in maryland regen um like I've become really good friends with one of the owners and one of the dudes that works there full time. And like, they definitely know what all that stuff is obviously, but uh, they hooked me up recently uh, and I, maybe you both saw it on Instagram, but they hooked me up with like an imported blue PlayStation Vita. Um, And it's like fully hacked it's and uh, yeah, dude, it's so it's fully hacked. It's got every Game Boy Advance game, every Super Nintendo game, every Nintendo game, and it's got a program that you can launch that will allow you to download every PS1, every ps and yeah, every media.
2: FBI is so i to get this.
0: Um, you know what? I got, I got, I yeah, gotta
2: go. Let it'll me be disconnect. Worth it, I don't even Here, care. On, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: But, uh, but it's like, uh, and the program is interesting. Like you launch the program. uh, I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, but it's literally just like a list of all the games alphabetical. And then you can sort it by console. The downloads are really slow. I guess like that must have something to do with whatever server or whatever they're, they're, they're on, but even still like uh, every single Vita game like every single PSP game, you just find it and click X and it starts downloading. And the way that he set it up for me is it came with like a flash cart that goes where the Vita game would usually plug in. And it had like, it's like a 256 gig memory card. Jesus. So you go from like, as Phoenix and I've lamented over, you know, over the years from like having such a limit on how much memory you can use. Cause you had to buy one of their Memory sticks to like just hundreds of gigs worth. So, I mean, like, there, it's like endless. Like, I could download, I mean, I, on, I only have about 90 gigs free after all that stuff was loaded onto it. But here's the catch or, or whatever, if you want to look at it. They, he, this dude gave Oof. this to me for free. Didn't, not a single dollar. Like, I dog sat their dog after some surgery and hung out. I hung out in their apartment. Get this. I hung out in their apartment, which is like a video game wonderland. Um, great people, very nice human beings. But I hung out with their dog, made sure the dog didn't like rip out its staples, played Monster Hunter on a big-ass TV, got a PlayStation Vita for free. Like uh, We all Where need these they? friends in our <laughs> lives, pretty much. <laughs> I'm not giving them up, though. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll, I will fight you. Interpol but, is probably um,
1: listening in Serbia and Brazil um, right now. That's, so that's, like, that's 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 the real story behind those. Two,
0: it's, it's Interpol. Yeah, yeah, right. just... <laughs> Someone <laughs> showing up at my house tomorrow speaking Slavic. <laughs> um. So, like, not to move on prematurely, but like, do you guys have anything else, Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter Rise, that you want to add? I mean, obviously, Adam, I think it would be cool. And like uh, you know, a couple weeks or a month to have you back on for your impressions yeah. after you've played it for a while. And I mean, I'm all
1: already probably going to say, together. I'm a. Uh, I already know I'm going to be like totally in love with this game. Like it's going to be my love affair of 2021. And um, I mean, I mean, what's 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 there going to be not to like? I mean, if. I mean, they got rid of the swimming mechanic. I, they got rid of the swimming no, mechanic back in Monster Hunter 3. So, I mean, there's nothing to complain about there. So, I'm just, I am just excited to see what new monsters await, Get to see some new, explore some new armor sets, and um, just get in with that hunting horn and start with the sexy buffs for the team. That's it. That's what it's all
2: about. Let's go.
0: I like it. Um, and, uh, and Phoenix, like anything else you want to add, or should we just, uh, keep well, talking about it as the episodes to to the roll thing on? Thing
2: you were talking about? <clears throat> I'm assuming that you downloaded okay. Sinai Kagura, like, right away. <laughs> yes, that
0: was the first thing that I downloaded, Phoenix. I downloaded that, and there's, like, only 10 of them available to download, and obviously, uh, knowing the people that I surround myself with. That was the very first thing. I actually, the first few things that I downloaded onto it were uh, Persona 4 Golden. Even though I like, I figured maybe I'll do another playthrough. Um, I mean, it's t- it's it's kind of overwhelming to go through all that stuff and try to decide what to download. And, like, no joke, when you find a Vita game and it's, like, two or three gigs, uh, even on, like, the best high-speed internet, it takes, like, three or four hours to download. It's really slow. You have to make sure the screen is set to not time out because if it does, then it I stops mean. the download, and if you close the program, it stops the download. So you're kind of handcuffed. But, I mean... You know, being able to download all those Vita games, especially with the Vita Mm. store closing soon, like I'll, I'll, I'll give up the, you know, the the convenience for that. So I mean, eventually, this is, you know, we should all have hacked Vitas, uh, and then we'll all get visited by Interpol, Slavic Interpol. All right. So since we're done with Monster Hunter for the time being, uh, but not forever, uh, because you are never done with Monster Hunter forever. The grind is um, real. (laughs) <laughs> the grind is really that, that's going to be the tag for our guild. <laughs> um, I wish they uh, so since we have Adam on the store, the, the show, uh, what else have you been playing? Uh, well, not else because you haven't you, you GameStop, thanks, but uh, what have you been playing while you're waiting for your Monster Hunter to come?
1: Um, well, I've been playing some older stuff, but uh, um, I finished up Digimon, uh, Story Cyber Sleuth on the Switch, uh, the first one, which was. Man, that's as close to a Pokemon game we're ever getting with Digimon, so that was a treat. Um, but as far as newer stuff goes, I'm really i I gotta jump into Outriders. That's a game that really caught my eye, um, and I've really like neglected my Xbox <laughs> a lot lately. So it's it's like this this will be the game to make me pick up my Xbox controller again. It you know just totally looking at it, it's like it's almost, it reminds me of like a third person Destiny. Basically. Yeah. And, and I loved, I didn't play Destiny 2, but man, when Destiny 1 came out, I was all over that game. I was all into the raids, all of that stuff, the Nightfalls. I, I loved Destiny, and um, my brother had gotten it. And a good friend of mine got it. And I was watching them play it, and I'm looking at it. and I'm like, yeah, total callback to Destiny. I'm even seeing elements of of Mass Effect even in there. Um, for me, at least, that's what I took it for. It, it just looks like a solid game, you know, post apocalyptic, um, sci fi future game. You know, colonize a planet, things go wrong, and and just I I I liked the idea of the co op. And you know it has class system, so you know everyone can pick on your team can pick a different class that you know that that benefits the whole team right there. And again, I'm looking at a support kind of role in this game. It just looks absolutely awesome. Uh, I don't know too much about the story, but but it looks good. That's definitely another newer game that I've had my eye on, other than um, Monster Hunter Rise. So I. I cannot wait to jump into that.
0: I, um, a couple of friends of mine, uh, of mine, the, the guys that I actually just mentioned not too long ago have been playing, uh, that, and they have mentioned what a good time they're having, but the servers have evidently been a holy hell of a mess.
2: Ooh, I didn't hear that. Um, so
0: good to keep in mind. So, man, so. Yeah. All right. Big time. I'll brace myself. Yeah, big, big time. To- I'm sure they'll fix that. Yeah, you should. Uh, I'm sure that they'll fix that because of how big of a uh, launch it was. But Mm -hmm. they were having a tough time even staying connected to a three person party for more than like 10 or 15 minutes before it would boot them. So um, I haven't spoken with them in a number of days. So maybe that has fixed itself, but just food for thought when it comes to Outriders.
1: Yeah, I'm sure, you know, they'll they'll have a patch out probably in like maybe like a couple of weeks maybe to remedy that. But um, yeah, if anyone's like if anyone was like super into Destiny, y- you'll definitely see the influence once you um, once you watch this gameplay. It's solid, really cool cover system um the the menu interface is definitely reminiscent of destiny and while I'm saying all this you know it's this game wasn't a Bungie game by the way. I forget who developed it I just know that Square Enix published it that's that's all I know but ah yeah. um, oh, man I I am so ready for it customization looked absolutely awesome. count me in I uh, I've noticed that game and I
2: was... I was big into Destiny too, and it did remind me of that. But man, there's so many games out right now that I'll probably wait for the sale to hit. But, um, I, it does look really good.
0: I didn't even know, I don't even know what it costs. Is it a regular $60 yeah. launch? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna call there it are up. no games that I mean, like, I, I yeah. I mean, I don't have anything to play it on because my PlayStation is dead and I can't find a 5 anywhere, so I uh, 2021 is literally the year of the Switch right. for me at this point. Um, but uh, it looked really good. I just I don't look at it too much because I don't want to get myself hyped for something that ultimately like, I can't even think about playing.
2: Yeah, it. I don't know. Uh, it's kind of one of those games where I want it, but I know... I probably wouldn't actually sit down enough to play it because it's not mobile. Cause I have to travel for work, but, um, yeah, I do want to check it out when it's like 30 or something or whenever I hear Adam's take on it. <laughs> Fair enough.
1: Fair enough.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. I, um,
2: um, so
0: hmm? Oh, you're good. No, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say like, um, Uh, you know it's it's also like is it only is it three player multi like is it specifically for three players i I feel like that's what my friend told me i don't know for four four person
1: i'm not sure but regardless i already have i know when when i get it um my brother and my friend are going to be waiting for me so it's like we already got a three-man team so i i uh you know, let's let's look it up. Actually, Outriders.
0: I'm curious about that because recently there has been a lot of uh, games coming out that are online multiplayer that are specifically tailored for like uh, three person squads. Up to three players. So, like yep. that's fine, well and good. But when I used to, yeah, see, it is three players, and like uh, that's that's great. But like when I was still when I still had a PlayStation, I would try to hang out with my with my friends. Like there's four of us. So, mm. I, I'm three is just a weird, weird number to me. Yeah, you don't want anyone to be but, the odd man um, out, then. But luckily, no, my PlayStation uh, made that a lot easier for my oh, group Jesus of friends because I can't join them, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, besides Outriders, are there any other games that you want to hit on?
1: No,
2: I uh
1: I think personally for me, that's, that's where I'm
0: at. So. Fair enough. And, uh, so Phoenix, you have been playing uh, a game that I have also been playing, but not as much. So uh, I'll let you take it away with, uh,
2: with that game. So yeah, Fantasia, man, like, you know, I have been talking about it for probably months, feels like maybe, maybe weeks, I guess. But, um, you know it's the game where they pretty much it's like a diorama and uh they photographed you know angles and then pretty much the characters are placed in there and it's like an rpg uh duty feels really like a final fantasy game like uh, at least in my opinion it feels feels very like classic in that mindset but it has you know some pretty pretty good like modern touches but um I don't know, man. I'm just really loving the story of this game. Like, I played it on the plane flying back from my work trip. And um, it's just like a great, a great story to keep me awake, which is usually pretty good. Cause, you know, like we talked about with what was that game? Uh, Octopath. Like, I fell asleep a lot Ugh. in that story. Yeah. So, Fantasian actually like keeps me awake and like interested in seeing what's happening next. And uh dude like the pacing I think is really good. Like I don't feel like I'm stuck grinding, you know, like having a, having this having to stay in one area for like extra 30 minutes to grind. Um I don't know. I'm like really loving the game and I'm almost scared to beat it because I'm like, I know you have to like wait for like the second half to come out, which I guess is this year sometime, but I don't know, man. I, I really like the game. Um I'm just uh kind of concerned about the controller like physical controller mindset like because the angles change for every you know like when you're walking through an area it changes which means like your controller would change from like if you're holding left all of a sudden the camera changes and now you're holding up to go whatever direction so that might be kind of goofy yeah mm. uh, when it when it yeah, when it makes it to the switch or something, it's it's fine when you are playing it with touch because you click where you want to go and you just walk there no matter what. But with the controller, I'm kinda like, how would this work? Um right,
0: yeah, I'm curious about that too, but they've got you know, at least they've got some time to figure it out. Cause it, it's worth mentioning that Fantasian is a uh Apple arcade exclusive. Um so you're, you're handcuffed to like, if you have an iPhone or an iPad. So in my case, like I downloaded it on my iPad. Um, and I think I put like, I've only put like two or three hours into it. And I, the story is good. It looks great. I'm not, I'm not huge on the touch controls cause it's kind of like point and click, um, to move. And, uh, it, that, that like, um, I bet a lot of mobile games are that way, you know, like being, being such like a mobile gamer and I am, um, you kind of get used to a lot of games not having like a on-screen joysticks and just doing the point and click. But in this case, like it works. I just don't love it. Is all. I agree. Um, I would love
2: a digital like.
0: But stick. you know, I'm. Yeah, um, I you know I think the big thing with this game is like eventually, if and or when or whatever it does come out on. Switch, like, that. it's probably going to be an Apple Arcade exclusive for what? Like, yeah, usually a year? the
2: things that I've seen before have been a year.
0: So, I mean, they have a year where you know they're probably already working on the development for something like Switch. So I'm sure they'll figure out how controller and everything is going to work. But I agree with the way that the game handles. Like, it's tough to imagine it being controlled with a controller.
2: Mm. He, yeah, because you switch between angle is so fast and it looks really cool like it does have like this really cool transition whenever you swap to another position but if you're holding a controller stick it would be like pretty jarring because you're like now going left or right like I said before so that that might be interesting to see how they solve that or maybe they don't maybe they just keep the same controls and just keep the switch touch which would be kind of crappy I guess
1: yeah i
0: uh yeah i don't know i I, i'll be curious to see i mean the other thing is like um you know apple arcade is what 4.99 a month um and you see i I, like i'd be curious to be to see what it's going to cost on on switch like for instance that cozy grove game is kind of the same way um like cozy grove launched but it wasn't an apple arcade exclusive except for like a week or two um but if you pay the 4.99 for for Apple Arcade, then you can play Cozy Grove now on your iPad or iPhone, and then it dropped on Switch like two weeks later for 14.99. And like I love the Switch, and I don't use my iPad that much, but I, the iPad is definitely how I'm going to play Cozy Grove because I don't want to drop 15 bucks on something when it's kind of include, you know, all inclusive.
2: So you, you got you like that game. Um, <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. I, I haven't, I haven't played it that much yet, but um, I mean, it's definitely animal crossing ask. Right. Uh, if you know, I, I, I want to play it more to see because after animal crossing launched and some of this is obviously intentional, like a cozy grove has to be intentional. Um, you know, spirit fair probably was in development before animal crossing, but like there's so many games that have launched since Animal Crossing that are so Animal Crossing like. Right. Um, and, I, and I know because I've played nearly all of that. I'm like, Harvest Moon came out. There's been two friends, you know, Mineral Town and Olive Town. So, two Story of Seasons games. That's um, a lot. So, uh, but I'll be curious to see when Fantasian launches on Switch, like how much it costs because it's a. If nothing else, like it's a high quality, like premium feel for the game.
2: Yeah, I could see it being like a 40 to 50 if they're like pushing it, but I don't think it's. Which will be, that would would be nuts. But I think if they somehow get the hype, I don't know, like it had a little bit of hype from like fan sites, but I don't think it really transferred into that. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. Can you imagine
0: if a game launched on Apple Arcade and you paid four ninety nine for Apple Arcade and the game was fifty bucks when it launches That'd on Twitch a year later? Like, man, I, I I wouldn't even consider it. I would I would just I, you know, you have to figure like there's probably more iPhones out there in general and iPads than there are you know Android. I mean that might not be. I've looked at those numbers before and it's pretty even actually. But even still, like that would be quite a shot to the, the checking account when you could just pay four ninety nine and play it infinitely it be, for however long you wanted to.
2: Dude, the I don't know. The only thing I think um, that makes this game like it could be for just developer wise is like that whole diorama shit. It looks like it took a lot of time to build. Yeah. Adam, have you have have you seen this game at I, all?
1: I gotta say I've looked at it and I think it is it just looks fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. And, you know, I've, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, um, you know, you guys are talking about the controller aspect and everything. And if it were to get ported to, like, a system, I, I mean, I definitely can understand that concern. But one thing I'm thinking of is, though, so obviously, you know, mobile, like, yeah, point and click, like, aspect, I could totally... See that for a phone, but do you think they could just add that aspect with the controller, or do you think that wouldn't be as engaging to play it that way on a console? Like it makes because I because I I mean because they've they've definitely ported that style of game in the past. Like when you think about it, because I I think way back in the day, I'm talking Stone Age here. Like PS One, like they put Mist <laughs> on the PS One. Yeah. And that right. that was a that was like a point and click game, but I don't I don't know if I mean personally me I would have no problem with that I just don't know if other people would be down to just do like point and click style with their controller like on a big I mean I don't know what what, what would you guys think of that
2: uh, if it was like the Wii I might be okay with it
0: I,
1: <laughs> Oh that would make sense though. Mm.
2: I, I think
0: I think it would be a tough, yeah, we would make sense. I think with like a pro controller or something like that, it would be tough Sal to do point and click. Like I think they'll have to develop it so that using a controller physically controls where the, you know, moving the character, which is going to really change the uh, the mechanics of the game pretty tremendously.
2: Because right. the whole way you're in combat, is like you're holding your thumb or finger and kind of like aiming like the shot. So that would also mean you'd have to like hold, hold a button and then like twist the analog stick or something.
0: Yeah, it's uh. There's a lot of there's a lot of work that they're gonna have to do. To I mean, is it definitely launching on Switch? What was it? Is it definitely yeah. launching on Switch? Uh. Okay. All right. I mean, I. I figure a year will be enough time for them to figure out how to um, how to launch it and how to change the programming of it and how to make it a controller. So, um, I mean, I guess I don't know
2: if it's for sure on Switch. I think I heard like they were, but maybe it's not fully confirmed. It look.
0: I mean, yeah, I, I, I haven't heard for sure. It seems like the type of game that would... I'm not going to worry about it too much because obviously, like, it's... I mean, they're trying to, to get a lot of hype around that Apple Arcade. That's that's obviously one of the really big selling right. points of it. Yeah. So, I'm, um, I'm, I will just, you know, wait and see how it goes. I mean, by then, <laughs> I'll have beaten it. I'm in so. total
1: awe of this game, though. Like, I'm looking at it, and, um, you know, it... <sighs> every now and then i get a little upset that i um i wasn't into octopath traveler as much as i would have liked to be but i loved the way it looked i absolutely loved the aesthetic that new Mm -hmm. type of like way to like re-enhance like you know like 2.5d hd i think they're calling it or whatever but um I'm looking at this, and there's I'm looking at this shot of one of the characters. Looks like they're standing in like a quarry, basically. And there's like this little like half of a tower on the side here. And I'm just like, this looks absolutely awesome. And my my thing is is like I'm not like I love mobile gaming. Like I love like taking my Switch. I I, I have a I still have a Game Boy Advance SP as well my 3ds but I like I don't really like playing games on my phone that much so, you know like I, I, I used to and now I just I just I just so I'm like staring at this now like you put this on the switch I, I don't care how you get the controllers to work I I, I, I would I would play this this looks absolutely awesome it, it's kind of like it almost reminds me in a way if you took something like final fantasy seven maybe and re-enhanced <laughs> it in this kind of style or any of those, right. any of those old school, like 2.5d, like isometric RPGs and stuff like that's just, I love this. Yeah. I, I think this was a genius way to go. And, 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 you know, definitely a great way, you know, there've been so many different games to like, change up how they're made like again Octopath Traveler did like that 2.5 HD thing Cuphead did it was all hand-drawn and now there's this with Fantasia and it's just like so it just makes you think like well what's next
2: right I can't wait to see yeah
0: they're actually gonna have like actual people acting in video games at some point um I I uh, I want I want to play this game more before I have much to uh, to say about it. I'm figuring next episode I'll probably have a lot more playtime in it. Um, I think anybody listening to this podcast should go to the Apple Store and take a look at it, though, because it's worth seeing. That, like these were like full scale dioramas that were made to to make a game, and they're they're kind um, of incredible. They look really so, great.
2: Um, and there's one more thing I want to add. Um, the cool thing about the Apple arcade is that your shit, if you're an Apple person like myself, your your stuff transfers everywhere. So if you play on your phone and then I open then I opened my iPad and I save it's right there. And then I went to my Apple TV and we can pretty much play to the controller on the screen on the Apple TV, which is you know like a normal console. So that is pretty neat if someone was like already like lean like for a reason to get into arcade like if you're already apple person you know <clears throat> that's it's great for rpg yeah that would go that would go a long
0: way for sure right yeah that makes sense because you don't want to be like going from phone to ipad and having to like start a different game save so i uh, the uh the switch is pretty decent about that if you have like a switch and a switch light about um you can open up a game on two different places and it'll be, you know, it'll be in the same save point. But, um, I, uh, I liked Apple arcade, not even being an Apple guy. Like I have an iPad kind of because I wanted to be able to play the games that, that Apple offers because (laughs) I'm the worst mobile gamer. Um, just nothing is safe Mm -hmm. from me at all ever. Uh, so, so, uh, you know, unless you guys have any other games, I think we might have done a good job of wrapping up episode episode 10.
1: Yeah. No, that's, that's definitely it for me on my end.
0: (laughs) So, uh, before we get out of here, Adam, I don't know if you have anything social media or otherwise that you want to plug or if you're good, but if you do want to plug anything now, would be the time. Well,
1: Thanks. Uh, no, I, I think I'm good now. Normally I'd probably plug my, (laughs) uh, my college radio gig that I was doing, but you know, thanks a lot. Pandemic kind of screwed that up for me at the moment. But, um, while, while I have the opportunity guys, you know, thanks for having me on. I've enjoyed thoroughly my
0: Serbian Brazilian
1: (laughs) debut. (laughs)
0: Uh, yeah. And we'll, we'll definitely, uh, when you get, Deeper into Monster Hunter, we'll definitely have to have you back on so we oh, can talk absolutely. about that. Yeah, I'm looking forward um, to uh... because uh, I, like I said, I still.
2: Oh, you can go ahead. Oh, I have no idea what happened. I thought something cut off. It up. did. It did get really quiet for a while. <laughs> oh no, I thought something. I
1: th-
2: yeah,
0: I, I might have been my connection that I I took it to. <laughs> <laughs> I, we're gonna. This is the technical difficulties of the Anchor app. So uh, thanks, Anchor, for that little brief <laughs> we period we of can awkward. That out. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah we, I'll, I'll sit down and get rid of this weird little block <laughs> of no talking. Um, so, but we'll definitely have you back on uh, when, when Monster Hunter becomes a thing for you, when GameStop <laughs> decides that you're allowed to play it. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I although not very active on social media, not Twitter at all because <laughs> reasons, um, uh, Instagram for me is at Flat Cap gaming, IG. although, again, haven't really been posting too much, and, uh, and Phoenix, uh, well, and we're RPNcast on uh, Instagram and Twitter, and Phoenix, you I'm, are where?
2: C P H A R T S Y for fishing, apparently, and gaming now. <laughs> yeah. everything
0: under the sun pretty much <laughs> um so i think uh that wraps up episode 10 and we should hopefully fingers crossed maybe be back in two weeks but we never quite know reasons. uh <laughs> because life gets in the way but uh we'll be back in a couple of weeks at some point and adam thanks again, again a lot for coming on
1: yeah no definitely looking forward to it and i'm looking forward to Hair and shit up in Monster Hunter Rise. Yes.
0: <laughs> All
2: right. We'll catch okay. you guys next
0: time.